God bless you and welcome to the Solution Radio Show. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Greg Backus, your host. Jesus Christ is the solution for all the situations you and I might find ourselves in. He is God's solution for all mankind for all time. He stated in the Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ is the one who makes a difference. He made a difference in people's lives 2,000 years ago when he lived and walked among people, and he makes a difference today because he was raised from the dead and he is seated at God's right hand in the heavenlies. I trust that Christ Jesus makes a difference in your life today, that you see the tremendous love that God has for you, that you come to have a deeper and more full relationship with God as your heavenly Father, that you see your purpose in life is far above the day-to-day circumstances of life. God's love for you, it knows no bounds. Today we'll hear some wonderful music, read some of the Bible together regarding thankfulness on this Thanksgiving weekend, and yesterday afternoon I made a trip out to Westfield Fox Valley Mall here in Aurora, and I asked some people what they were thankful for. We will hear from some of those people in the second half hour. Let's start off with this song by Lisa Tracy, I'm thankful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Oh, how can I forget all he's done for me? forgave me all my sins and he made my body whole he redeemed my life from good to ruin and crowned me with his love from head to toe and I'm thankful when I'm thankful ain't no way I can be sad yes I'm thankful and when I'm Didn't ask me to stand alone, no He put me in His family And we love and live for Him And we make our stand each day And we pray for each other Sister and brother With the spirit that He gave to you and me And we're thankful when we're thankful ain't no way we can be sad yes we're thankful and when we're thankful we can't help but be glad oh we're sent to speak his word from a heart filled with gratitude freely Show God's love in its magnitude And we never forget what He's done for us How He pulled us from dark to light He's made us as righteous as the noonday sun And strengthened us with His might He loves us not for what we've done Oh, He loves us We're His sons And we'll sing His praise All our days Giving thanks till our days are done And we're thankful And when we're thankful Ain't no way we can be sad Yes, we're thankful And when we're thankful 
can't help but be glad. No, we can't help but be glad. In our topic of thankfulness today, we'll start in Psalm 105, verse 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Verse 2. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name, let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord, verse 4, and his strength, seek his face evermore. Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. That's Psalm 105, verses 1 through 5. You know, I've many times said to myself, and I've heard others say, we have so much to be thankful for. Here where we read in Psalm 105, verse 1, O give thanks unto the Lord, that statement is as true today as the day it was first written by the psalmist if not more true today, because of all that God has done for us through His Son, Jesus Christ. We are to call upon His name and make His deeds, His works, known among people. We are encouraged by God to talk of all His wondrous works. You know, there is a great deception in the world today that attributes everything to God, both good and bad. It's a deception because there is a counterfeit God. The devil, who in the Bible, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, states that he is the God of this world, and he has convinced most people that everything comes from the one true God, and that he does not exist. Is it any wonder, then, that some scoff at the thought of a loving God and the giving of his Son for man's redemption? Well, it's time to lift the veil. It's time to make known the love and the grace of the one true God and to shine a light on the darkness which is promulgated by God's archenemy, the devil. Light always dispels darkness. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. It's said there in Psalm that we're to speak of all his wondrous works. Where should we begin? Well, above all, number one, the new birth, to be born again of God's Spirit, and to receive eternal life. That is one of His wondrous works. Because without the eternal life Spirit given by God, all there is is this 50, 60, 70 plus years in this life. What a depressing thought to think that this is all there is. But, you know, that is the reality for those who refuse God's grace, made available to everyone through the accomplished work of Jesus Christ. My heart cries for those I know that do not believe. They would only choose to not believe if they've been deceived by the evil one, or they don't know who the God of the Bible really is. They've been fed lies and half-truths by the media, the movies, the songs, and at times even religious people. It's always interesting to speak the name of Jesus Christ in day-to-day -day conversation. And I'm not talking about using that name in a derogatory sense as if it was a cuss word. No, I'm talking about rejoicing in who Jesus is as God's Son seated at God's right hand and talking to people about that name and that power. Some people, well, they sort of frown or they look away, and at times they even walk away, while others, they smile and their faces light up, and you know that they know who he is. I received both of those reactions yesterday as I was out and about running errands and speaking of God's goodness and grace to some of the people that I ran into. So yes, the new birth, it is available to receive the Spirit from God today. It doesn't involve giving anything up. It doesn't involve doing more of some religious activity. To receive eternal life is spelled out clearly in God's Word in the book of Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10. It simply says, if you believe in your heart 
that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess Jesus as Lord of your life, then you have believed unto righteousness and you have confessed unto salvation. If it were any harder, then not a one of us would be able to receive eternal life. Your good works and my good works have absolutely nothing to do with receiving eternal life. It's all on the saving grace that's made available by God through Jesus Christ. So, if we've thought that to receive acceptance by God to the end of eternal life was by what we gave up or by some religious activity that was needed on our part, well, where did we get that idea? Wherever that idea came from, its original source was from God's arch enemy, the devil. His darkness is exposed. He is a liar, and he is the father of lies. So, on this Thanksgiving weekend, the first thing I'm thankful for in this life is that I have eternal life because of God's love and because of God's grace and because of the life of my big brother, Jesus Christ. You know, it's something that I never can talk too much about. It's one of God's wondrous works. The next item, well, there are just so many truths that could be next in line to speak of. But one that burns on my heart daily is the return of Jesus Christ, or also referred to as his second coming. He is coming back. He came the first time, born of a woman, a little over 2,000 years ago, according to God's timetable, not according to the wishes and the whims of men. Man's unbelief could not stop him from coming the first time, and the unbelief of mankind today will not stop him from coming a second time. God's word is true, and at the ascension of Jesus Christ to the right hand of God, the angels who spoke God's word at the side of Jesus, they stated, This same Jesus shall return in like manner as you have seen him go. You know, there's a day coming, and it could be today, or maybe not for another hundred years, but it's going to happen when Jesus Christ will come to gather together those who are born again of God's Spirit. It says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 that there will be a shout with the voice of the archangel and the blast of the trumpet of God, and then the dead in Christ will be raised from the dead, and those of us that are still living will be changed, and we will be caught up together with those who have been raised to meet the Lord in the air. What a day of rejoicing that's going to be. It is true, and it will absolutely take place sometime, someday. If you're unfortunate enough to still be here on earth when the Lord does return, it only means that you did not receive God's Spirit by believing on His substitute for your sin, the Lord Jesus Christ. You know when that day happens, the world will have a crazy message to try and explain the disappearance of billions of people. They may say alien abduction or some type of mass time machine travel. Who knows what lie will be presented. But don't believe the lie know that it was the return of Jesus Christ. For those left behind, it still won't be totally too late to believe. Don't take the mark of the beast, whatever that ends up being, but you will have to die for your decision to believe in Jesus Christ, and there will undoubtedly be great persecution. If you're hearing this today, which is November 29th of 2015, and you still have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, please do so, knowing the love the Father has for you. It's not God's will for any man to perish. He desires that all are saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. It states that in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. That is some of the Father's great and wondrous work that we are to be thankful for and to declare to others. Let's look at a third one. Number three for me today on the list of what I'm thankful for is 
Really, it's a conglomeration of truth that's contained in Ephesians chapter 1. That chapter is so rich, and it is so full of the depth of the heart of a loving father for his children that we can only begin to barely scratch the surface today. It starts out with us having received grace and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. We have favor with our Father, and we have a relationship through the accomplished work of Jesus Christ. God isn't waiting to bop you or anyone over the head. That's not his nature. He's full of grace and peace. We live in the age of grace, which is the greatest time in the history of mankind to be alive since time began. It's even greater a time to be alive than the original Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve were in perfection. Well, how can I say that? Because they had God's Spirit upon a condition, and they lost it. You and I, we have God's Spirit eternally, and it can never be removed. That is grace. That is peace. Today is a greater day than even the days when Jesus Christ walked and lived among men 2,000 years ago. That surely was an electrifying time for those who were blessed to hang out with him on a day-to-day -day basis. He loved to the furthest extent. He gave of himself and all that he did to the end of people seeing his Father, the one true God. He stated, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What a remarkable man he was as he did his Father's will here upon earth. Yet, what we have today is still so much greater. How can I say that? Well, God's Word says in Colossians that we have Christ in us. It's not me saying it, it's the Word saying it. We have Christ in us, the hope of glory. It declares in Colossians that we are complete in Christ, lacking absolutely nothing. We have all authority and power and the right to use the name of Jesus Christ in any circumstance or situation in life. In the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 12, it states that we are to do the same works as Jesus Christ and greater. You just can't make this stuff up. It's so magnificently wonderful that it could only be because of God's grace and peace. Few have ever believed it. Most only mentally assent to this awesome truth. Our Father is waiting for you and I to believe Him and to walk into all the authority and the power that He has already given us in this grace and peace. Who among us wants to be first today? You know, let our heart cry be, Here am I, send me. Continuing in Ephesians chapter 1 and some of these wonderful truths, we are blessed with all spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus in the heavenlies. What are some of those spiritual blessings? Well, how about this? That he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He chose you. You know, when I was in grade school and in high school, I always loved sports. I loved to play sports, but I was just an average athlete, nothing outstanding. I remember when playing at the local park or on the streets, when sides were chosen, I was never in the top tier of pickings. I usually ended up in the lower tier of the middle at best. Sometimes I was disappointed because I knew I was better than some that had been chosen before me. Well, in God's choosing, there is no disappointment. There is no lower tier. Those chosen in Christ are first string, first tier, cream of the crop, God's children. And that is every single one of us. And not only are we chosen, in that choosing, He has made us holy and without blame before Him in love. We are set apart for God's purpose in Christ. And he sees us as he sees his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no comparing one against another in his choosing. All are holy and without blame before him in love. The realization of God's calling in a man or a woman's heart 
eliminates the ego and the one-upmanship so often seen among people. The eldest elder in the church is no more valuable to the father than the newest babe brought into the family yesterday. It's humbling, and it causes the humble heart to rejoice in God's wisdom and love. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 6 states that we are accepted in the Beloved. That's another eternal truth that, when believed, will flip the heart of an individual love side up. All God's children are accepted in the Beloved. There are no favorites. God has placed each in the body of Christ as it has pleased Him. He knows your heart. He knows your desires. He knows your day's end before your eyes open in the morning. When we make the decision to serve Him today in obedience to His direction and His will, then we begin to walk into all that He has in store for us for that day. Our Heavenly Father, He is no respecter of persons. He doesn't honor one before another because of one's knowledge of His Word. He doesn't honor one before another because of titles and positions, or because of occupations, or because of social status or income levels. Our God doesn't see people the way people see people. God looks on the heart. The love of God covers a multitude of sins. The love of God in our hearts sees the heart of others and the value that people have before the Father. I pray that we could have the eyes of our Father and not the eyes of pride and unforgiveness and judgment. I want my heart to be love side up. How about you? I'm sure you do as well. We really do have so much to be thankful for. If we spoke every day of all God's wondrous works, we'd be speaking a lifetime and still never cover everything He's done for us. Let's read a few verses about being thankful. Psalm 92.1 It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Psalm 18, verse 49 Therefore will I give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and sing praises unto thy name. Psalm 35, verse 18 I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. Psalm 100 verse 4 Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalm 106 verse 1 Praise ye the Lord. O give thanks unto the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Psalm 119, verse 62. At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. But thanks be to God which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. 2 Corinthians 9.15 Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16 I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Ephesians 5.20 Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1 verse 3 We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Colossians 1.12 Giving thanks unto the Father which has made us adequate to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Colossians 3.15 And let the peace of God rule in your heart to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Colossians 3.17 And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. 
1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually works also in you that believe. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And finally, Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. A thankful heart is a heart steeped in all the goodness of God. Let each of us give thanks well by way of the Spirit as we worship and praise our Heavenly Father, the one true God.
living for your peace, Lord. Living for your touch, Lord.
thankful for my parents and all of their hard work and for letting me go to college stress-free. No student loans, thanks to them. I'm thankful for my sister. Uh, she gave up her own free time to join the military to protect us, especially during our time right now. <laughs> but yeah, my family definitely, for sure. Thankful for this family and waking up today and all the blessings that have come my way and more that are coming in the future. If I sing but don't have love, I waste my breath with every song I bring. An empty voice, a hollow noise. If I speak with a silver tongue, convince a crowd but don't have love, I leave a bitter taste with every word I say. So let my life be the proof, the proof of your thankful for all the sacrifices everybody around the world has made so that I can enjoy the freedom that should just be inherent in human nature. Um, I'm thankful for my mom because my dad and her are separated right now and she's uh, working full-time all the time. I'm thankful for my family for uh, always supporting me and just being there. I'm also thankful for the journey I've had so far in life 
and I'm thankful for all the opportunities I'm going to be having um, and just to continue my journey. broken sky traced out by the city lights my world from a mile high best seat in the house tonight touchdown in the cold black top hold on for the sudden stop breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos all those people going somewhere why have I never cared Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah 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 Step out on a busy street See a girl in our eyes meet Does her best to smile at me To hide what's underneath There's a man just to her right Black suit and a bright red tie Too ashamed to tell his wife He's out of work, he's buying time All those people going somewhere Why have I never Care. Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah 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 Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Give me your eyes Lord, give me your eyes For everything that I keep missing Give me your heart for the blessing of life that I've been able to be given today. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I have to meet so many great people at my job, because I love my job. And literally, I've been praying about this job for a long time. Um, and I'm thankful for the opportunity that I have to just experience life, because every day is a blessing. I'm thankful for my mom, who has always supported me throughout my life. I'm thankful for my family and my animals, and that we're all healthy, and everything God does for us each and every day. I try to hold on to this world With everything I have But I feel the weight of what it brings And the hurt that tries to grab The many trials that seem to never end His word declares this truth That we will enter in this rest With wonders anew But I hold on to this hope in the promise that he brings There will be a 
place with no more suffering There will be a day with no more tears No more pain and no more fears There will be a day when the burdens of this place Will be no more We'll see Jesus face to face but until that day, we'll hold on to you always. I know the journey has seemed so long. You feel you're walking on your own. But there has never been a step. But you've walked down all alone Troubled soul, don't lose your heart Cause joy and peace he brings And the beauty that's in store How is the hurt of life sting? But I hold on to this hope And the promise that he brings That there will be a place where no more suffering There will be a day Before we close this morning, I'd like to read a couple verses here. And, you know, we just do have so much to be thankful for. And when we look at all that our Father has done for us, our proper response is to be thankful. And the practical application of that, really, of thankfulness, is obedience to the will of the Father, uh, that we would take the appropriate action and live the way the Father intended us to live. And 1 John chapter 5, verse 1, I'd like to read a couple verses here, and then we'll also look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, if you have your Bible handy. In verse 1 here it says, Whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him that begat loves him also that is begotten of him. So we love God, and we love Christ, and those who are our brothers and sisters in Christ. Verse 2, By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Verse 3, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. 
What God desires for us to do and asks us to do in this day and time, it's to walk in love. It's not grievous. It's not burdensome. It's to be the son that God has made us to be by giving us his spirit. Let's look at verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God, that's you, that's me, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith or our believing. Verse 5, who is he that overcomes the world but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? What a wonderful truth that is, to know that we have the Spirit of God, and as we look to God and as we're obedient to his direction, to his leading in our life, to his working within, to will and to do of his good pleasure, we will have great victory in this world and in this life. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, let's take a look here. This uh, second half of this chapter is such a wonderful section of Scripture. And verse 14 is where we'll start. It says, For the love of Christ constrains us, because we thus judge that if one, Jesus Christ, died for all, all mankind, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, or in place of all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. There's the appropriate response in our thankfulness to the Father for all that he has done for us and all that he has given us in Christ. We recognize that Jesus Christ died in place of us, that we which live, we no longer live unto ourselves, but we live unto him. Let's read verse 16. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh. Yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. God has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. What is that ministry? That ministry is to speak God's word, to love people with the love of God, to make known the living Christ to a dying world, to let people know the greatness of who they are in the sight of God and that their value is invaluable because it cost the life of God's Son to redeem people. That's just so incredibly amazing that you and I have the privilege to be able to reconcile men and women back to God. If you're looking for a purpose in life, there it is. There it is. He has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19, to wit or to know that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses, the world's trespasses, their sins, their shortcomings unto them, and he has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. We don't make it up as we go. God has given us his word. It's his word that we speak to others. It's that word of God believed that reconciles men and women back to God. Verse 20, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he, God, has made him, Jesus Christ, to be sin in place of us, who knew no sin, Jesus, who knew no sin, that we, the purpose being that we, you and I, might be made the righteousness of God in him. You and I are as righteous as God, not because of what we've done or haven't done. It's because of what God has done for us through the accomplished work of Jesus Christ. Boy, what we have is just so much to be thankful for. Our Heavenly Father loves us so much. Let us have the appropriate response in our thankfulness to be obedient to his word, to love one another with the love of God, to love the Father, and to boldly hold forth God's word to a dying world.
Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. As an Ameriprise Financial Advisor, Mark Yaki is ready to help you put a confident retirement more within reach. Discover the one-to-one -one relationship you deserve. Call Mark Yaki, Certified Financial Planner, today at 630-955-1400. Office is located at 2323 Naperville Road, Suite 150, Naperville, Illinois. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Thank you for joining us today on the Solution Radio Show. All of the Solution Radio Shows are archived at thesolutionradioshow.com, where you may re-listen at your convenience. There are also links there to the websites of our guests, musicians, and sponsors. Also on the website, there's a page for upcoming events. If you'd like your event listed, please just send the information to info at thesolutionradioshow.com. A reminder that the praise line is open 24 hours a day where you may call in and give a testimony of God's working in your heart and life. The number is 844-705-3410. Once again, that number, 844-705-3410. We'll play some of those testimonies in upcoming shows. Please continue to keep in your prayers the expansion of the Solution Radio Show. We are looking to expand to radio stations uh, throughout the country here in the United States. And we know through the Internet Replay we have listeners all around the world, which we're just so very thankful that you would take the time to listen. The Solution Radio Show is listener-supported, uh, both by your prayers and your financial giving. All donations are tax-deductible. I thank you for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 9002, Naperville, Illinois, 60567. Once again, that address is P.O. Box 9002, Naperville, Illinois, 60567. There's also a donation link available on our website. Thank you to our sponsor for this show, Ameriprise of Naperville. Some of our previous sponsors and underwriters for the show include the Carter Group with offices in Chicago, Dallas, and Minneapolis, Integrity Mortgage and Financial in Colorado Springs, Colorado, John's Handyman Service in the Aurora, Naperville area, Wasatch Technology in Naperville, and Morningstar Computer Training and Consulting in the Aurora, Naperville area. Please visit the sponsors page on our website to find out more information about our sponsors. Have an awesome rest of your day. God bless you. You are God's very best. Music